0: Welcome to the Phil and the Kid podcast, I'm Phil Gardner And I'm Spiro Veselis And today we're talking about renting the second R in Burr like Miami Vice yeah. up in here I like it Today on the Miami Vice podcast We have a dickhead landlord and Colin Farrell <laughs> That's the new Miami Vice
1: we're too young. We're too young for the new Miami Vice? No, for the old Miami Vice. What's the old one? Fuck if I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See? We're too young.
1: Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. This yeah, coffee's that cop- so good. It is good. Yeah. So what's it called? Lion Coffee? I, I think it's Lion So shout out to Lion Coffee. <laughs> Great coffee spot on St. Uh, Clair West and what is it? Alberta, I believe. Something Close like that. Close to Oakwood. Close to Oakwood. It's, it's really good. This is what we get before our meetings most of the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it has a cool little funky logo. If you can yeah. kind of, like a little lion. When we oh. inevitably open a coffee shop, that'll probably be the supplier. Yeah, let's hope. It's pretty good stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. They did not pay us to say this, dude. It's <laughs> just really good coffee. No, it is actually pretty fucking Yeah. Yeah, we've had one of those days today where like, you know, you just kind of need that extra coffee, second or third. This is my third of the day.
0: That's a little much, man.
1: Ah, that's, that's getting
0: into palpitation territory, I think,
1: but end me now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, I like it, man. Like coffee keeps me going throughout the day, especially days so like, European. I haven't had much sleep lately. Uh, my sleep's been a little off. I've, you know, I've had a little bit of insomnia and that D- type of stuff. Diving right in up. this week with Spiros' insomnia. Yeah, sit down with Spiro. I'm going to tell you. T- I'm going to tell you more about myself today. So, so yeah, I usually Let Dr. don't Phil help really, you really sleep. <laughs> I usually don't get great sleep. Um, the last week's been pretty rough for me. Getting like two or three hours at night. <laughs> it's it's been rough. So coffee's really saved me. This is like the time of day where I kind of crash a little. You know, you're kind of like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym later. And just kind of want to go lay down, cuddle up mm. in my blanket, and take a good power nap. But I gotta push through. I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a bitch. How else we're we gonna play FIFA later? <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> that's true too. Weekend um, you know, league. <laughs> i You know, it's a, <laughs> it's full force. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta be ready for that. So coffee's helping me, and Lion mm-hmm. Coffee is uh, is my favorite spot. My go to spot.
0: There you go.
1: We should uh, we should charge them next time for this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this was a paid ad. Hit, hit them,
0: hit them. Yeah, I know. No kidding. Yeah,
1: that's all right. That's all right. So, aside from insomnia,
0: what's your uh, so? What's oh, your I have a funny to?
1: story too. So, yeah. I, I went out uh, for a couple of drinks with a couple of my uh, university buddies yesterday night. Just just casuals, nothing nothing crazy. I was still home by you know nine thirty ten, so it wasn't like okay. A, yeah, yeah, it was a pretty
0: it's my about my bedtime.
1: Yeah, it, it was like one of those. I got to bed at a good time. It was it was good to go didn't drink too much um but so my friend one of my best friends roommate uh since you know for four years uh i went to elementary school middle school high school and university with this guy like we're like brothers mm-hmm. uh his name's mike so mike and his girlfriend who's also a good friend of mine from university uh went to niagara last weekend they didn't and
0: get did they get married
1: no no oh, okay <laughs> that was that a thing is honestly, Niagara like I, vegas like yeah i like, do that I, I honestly asked them, Ghetto did bunch you get eggs? married? I, I could see them getting married. Okay. Shout on. out to Sorry. you too. Anyways. Uh, so, so they're there and he's like, yeah, I took her to, uh, to a steakhouse. We went to Ruth's Chris. Oh, nice. Really. Oh. I, I love Ruth's Chris. Comes with a sizzling, buttery steak. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Real good. <laughs> so, so he's like, I'm in Ruth's Chris and the whole time. And he's looking at him. He's like, he's like stressing. He's like the whole time. There was a guy sitting like a, a table diagonally across from them. And it was him and his wife. And he goes, I swear to God, it was Phil. He, Yo, he goes, why It is was that a Phil. Thing? So he's like the whole time he had his phone on. And he's like, I think it's Phil. Like, even the wife looked like your wife. That's and he was so like, funny. This has to be him. So How he's many, he's asking his girlfriend, like, have? is this Phil from Phil and the Kid? And he's like, <laughs> so he's looking hard. He's like, I might go ask him. Like, I might go, hey, Phil, like, love the podcast, big fan. That would and have been was so like, funny because I was not in Niagara yeah, Falls. Yeah. So, I was like, Yeah, I don't think he was there. But I was like, if you did see Phil and it was Phil and you did say that, I'd probably make his day. He'd probably love me. He'd be like, hilarious. I am Phil from would, Phil and the Kids. I'm so famous. I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. I I told him he'd probably call me up right away. Yeah. We made it. We big. made it. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, it's just my buddy. <laughs> that's
0: hilarious. But yeah, I start laughing. Okay, so the the reason that's so <laughs> weird to me, I, there must be a bunch of Phils. I mean, we already learned last episode that I have Mason Beck. Mason Beck, who we I think we finally got him off Instagram. My sister yeah, reminded he's, me he's last gone. week. He changed his name to. Uh, bitcoin in real estate or something so i had to follow him along and get him again jesus christ but a another a buddy of mine from high school that we we're talking about a lot of real estate stuff lately with messages me out of the blue last week asking me if i was at a mexican restaurant at like nine o'clock at night at on I don't know like a <laughs> wednesday and i just kind of looked at my phone i looked up I'm watching netflix I'm looking <laughs> back at my phone like, no no i don't i don't think so do you <laughs> see do you see a doppelganger am i there <laughs> He's like, yeah. I swear to God, I thought that was you. Like, so I
1: I, I just think have you're just one getting of those really faces right now. Like, like, famous, not big size wise. You're actually losing weight, <laughs> <laughs> the keto Guido. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> getting so huge. How much you you put down? What, like ten pounds now? Yeah, ten pounds in like two weeks. That's it's, not it's, bad. Uh,
0: I don't know. And you're it's feeling the keto high with. now. Yeah, we're feeling we're good. Superhuman. Yeah. All of a sudden. No, it. Um, I don't. I think I have one of those faces. I've I always get that. And like, oh hey, have I you know have I seen you somewhere? Usually it's a no. This actually happened at an inspection last night too we were uh, apparently i'm just everywhere lately yeah but uh we were doing a a home inspection on a deal that we're firming up on today woohoo that's part of phil's Phil's weekly story go firm up on deals um and the guy's pulling up and he kind of the guy is pulling up at the property next door it's like a four unit rental and he's looking at me and i'm looking at him and he's looking back at me and i'm like this guy kind of sort of looks familiar but i don't know why and then he gets out of the car and he asks me how much this house was selling for blah 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 and he's like do i know you fuck i it, maybe i have no <laughs> idea you watch <laughs> phone the kid no <laughs> uh and I, I had no idea where i remembered him from and then he was i it was uh like i went to seneca for post secondary kind of
1: thing and he and was and he was like, there yeah I'm oh there. that's really cool
0: totally out of the blue totally random haven't seen the guy in like a decade barely even talked to the guy when i was like at school how did he thing. recognize you i don't know i just got one of those faces i guess did you tell him to listen to the podcast? No, it was very brief cuz then the client showed up at like the same time kind of thing. Like, I've had right, a I've had a few go. comments
1: uh lately, you know, great job on the podcast, keep it up. Woo! Yeah, Thanks our, commenters. It's nice to hear. It's always nice yeah. to hear feedback and it was uh, good. you know, we we know we're not like the biggest podcast obviously, but at least we're we're helping. I mean, if we can help, you know, five people just kind of get through their real estate journey or even just kind of learn one or two things every episode, yeah. I think that's that's all we can ask for really like we never thought we never made this to you know make money off of it or become famous or anything like that we made it because it's a well first of all we love pod, it's listening fun. to podcasts Not this whole
0: process is pretty
1: fun and it's a big learning experience this past what uh-huh. it's been a little bit over a month now i'm almost two months yeah, what,
0: what is this episode six seven
1: this is episode seven, seven? Yeah. yeah so, so it's over, almost over, almost two months almost two months now i think the whole process probably three months and it's it's been uh for sure a, a learning process and I think it's just been a really good time. Yeah, it's been We've fun. also gone really close. Uh, like people are asking me, like, do you and Phil ever do anything apart? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep lots. Only sleep. Just just sleep. sleep. And and our <laughs> diets are pretty different. It's <laughs> on the keto like for,
0: for now. For yeah. Now
1: we'll we're, we're going to see. We're we're also going to hold ourselves. We just talked about this, but I'm putting this in the public now.
0: Oh great. Uh, five times you.
1: a week, thirty minutes. Five times a week cardio. Doesn't matter how. Doesn't matter where.
0: I got some ideas. Doesn't matter cardio when for thirty minutes.
1: <laughs> just gonna leave it there oh my god i mean no that doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> running we'll, we'll, we'll do like beach. okay how about this on our on our we both have I apple don't watches currently, oh but yes i'm wear not wearing it. It's it's like it the but first I, time I, i've I, seen you not I, wear. it. i know
0: i was getting a tan line and i had to like even it out Tan <laughs> actually, line actually, it's I october see it. yeah well, I had to bounce whatever. it back out
1: anyways we could we can kind of keep track of our heart rates you yeah. can do like cardio things that keep track and uh you know, we keep your heart rate and around and over 140 <laughs> 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 i'm gonna get a text like my heart rate is 140 right now what's yours 139 babe weird
0: <laughs> okay moving okay. on
1: yeah oh i also so a few days ago i went uh with my girlfriend we went to uh um what's it called square one uh okay. you know we went to, what's it called? The rec room. That's what it's called. The oh, rec fun. room. That's oh, so There's a rec room at yeah, square Yeah, there's, there's a rec room at square one. It's awesome. Oh. It's, it's actually way, I don't know. It, it, okay, the rec room downtown Toronto is really cool too. It's just, it's kind of hidden. Some of the rooms, like yeah, yeah. you see the bar, that's their main thing. And then the yeah. games are beside. This one, the bar was on the first floor with axe throwing and, oh yeah, really cool. And then you go downstairs and there's like the arcade with mm-hmm. like ping pong tables and whatever. But it was just really cool. Like, uh, it, it's a different vibe kind of than, than the Toronto one the Toronto probably, one's more probably like a little bit more touristy key, I guess I feel. yeah it's a the, little more the like the
0: downtown one is insane
1: it, it is it's like a huge it's arcade too much. thing and, but so so I'm playing I'm, we're both super competitive like she's really competitive mm-hmm. I'm really competitive she's like really smart and and so like we get under each other's skin sometimes because we're just like I, like I don't like anybody letting anybody Betting, win yeah, on yeah, anything yeah. so like I'm always going hard doesn't matter who I'm facing but one of the games, my favorite game, the uh basketball, you know the little basketball thing? Yeah, yeah. I uh broke the high score twice. Oh, so shit. it's like not a big deal or anything, but I think no, I'm no, gonna try no out for deal. the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a spot on the team at this point. I'm like Whoa, that. Baby. You know, uh, you always need that like random kind of like white guy that just shoots and doesn't do anything else. That'll be me. And you're that guy? Yeah. You're uh I hit the high score twice. Like <laughs> All right. I don't know. Well, I mean I was going off too. It was just like a pattern boom, of boom, me just boom. like going and I was I, you know, when you notice you're doing something really well after a while, like, like it was like I was 30 seconds in and I was like, I, I haven't missed a shot. Like, I'm really like my arm was hurting. I was going so yeah. fast. I was like, oh, my God, push this through, is going push really through. well. Like we stopped. She's like, you beat the high score again. And I was like, oh, my God, I killed So you beat it. yourself. Yeah, I beat myself. And uh, so pretty much the highlight of my life to this point was that. And uh, yeah, I had a pretty awesome week. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you've...
0: Found your calling. I sent a picture to know, all the boys. Basketball. I was like, "Hey
1: boys, I did it! Like <laughs> I've made it big." They're like, "Hey man, congrats!" <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I made yeah. it. How about you?
0: Um, it's been an interesting week. It's been. A, I mean, work. Work was. We obviously I mentioned we got a deal. Deal done. That was. That was good. Um, absolutely stole this property, but we're not going to get into that in detail too too much. Just a good good two unit for a client. Detached bungalow. He might top it up. He might rent it for a long time. Not who knows bad. how it goes in the in the usual hood? The usual hood. Yeah. Nice. Um, what else? The so Thanksgiving coming up this weekend. Pretty pumped to see. I mean, I'd, obviously, we don't see too much family too frequently, so we're uh, we're gonna see how many people I can pitch without being kicked out of the family this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Who wants to, you know, friend, friends and family? Who wants to joint venture with Phil? I don't think I can actually advertise that. But uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and i started dabbling in like i'm a big you know not not only a real estate guy I, I mean i have been up until this point but started dabbling a wee bit in the stock uh stock market with this whole blizzard shenanigans that's happened lately that's uh so far turned out okay for those that don't know we'll briefly mention i don't know if you've most people i'm sure have heard of blizzard the company it runs you know gigantic games like world of warcraft and hearthstone and What's that shooter run? Overwatch. That's the huge one, I guess. Yeah. Uh, But they're also tied in with Activision, a.k.a. Call of Duty. Um, And they had some drama with the whole Hong Kong shenanigans earlier in the week that uh, tanked their stock price. Not tanked, but like dropped a few points pretty quickly. So I said to myself, well, I at least know something about this company. I know they're dropping Call of Duty Modern Warfare in a few weeks, and that's a going to be a gigantic game that has a huge competitive scene will likely be an eSport and is going to have a ton of microtransactions so a lot of income will come from that game and so if they're down now I'll pick it up now see how it goes maybe drop them after you know the, the game drops and it, it hits kind of it's like peak excitement right
1: so we'll we'll see how Probably that around goes christmas i would say maybe yeah. after christmas I christmas is when everybody has the game yeah because like you know the rich kids get it first yeah. right yeah, away yeah. You console, everyone you buys win.
0: for their kids like early december so maybe like early i don't i don't know much about the stock market honestly and this is not you know not intended advice. to be advice no. please consult a professional i'm just a guy talking about what i've done here's
1: uh, a guy <laughs> wearing a rent do shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> just another shirt.
0: piece of shit collecting everyone's rent <laughs> oh my god uh another big
1: dwayne the rock johnson fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> who's not though who's not a rock everybody fan? uh so yeah we'll see how that goes i've made i don't know i think uh, i bought it 52 and change and it's up at 55 already over a couple days so People are already starting to forget. It was, uh, I think when I first decided, I went on Reddit and there was like, I play a bit of Hearthstone every so often. So I was looking at the Reddit, the subreddit for Hearthstone. Every so often. 300 people, like 300 threads before I got to anything that wasn't somebody saying, oh my God, I hate Blizzard. I'm leaving this company. I'm never playing your games again. Blah, 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 blah. Drama. Right. And then at that point I was like, ooh, okay. People are going to forget about this in a few weeks when the card drops let's give it a shot and see how this goes yeah
1: so what happened was one of the players in Hearthstone, one of the pro players i believe yeah Yeah. A uh, master player yes yeah, backed hong kong pretty much in this whole china hong kong situation i don't want to get into it too much but much about it but. yeah but um so we practically said you know i'm for hong kong like power to you uh china was like hey blizzard y- your guy can't do that we're not gonna you know we're obviously china Huge yeah. esports community yeah, there, yeah. Um, lots of income towards esports. So Blizzard was like, "Yeah, buddy, you're banned for a year," and then mm-hmm. everybody freaked out. They fired the
0: shoutcasters too. Like two of the shoutcasters, I heard, got fired as well. That were like on stream on at the stream time, which is nuts. Hong Kong, I guess, supporting. I don't know. They might have supported.
1: It was too. it was bad. And, and now everybody's like, "What? What the fuck?" Like Blizzard, you can't do that. That's yeah, suppressing you know public, yeah, but, voice, but. You know, at the same time, you, you can't really say anything bad about a different country. Like it, It's pretty tough. They have different laws, and let's not even talk yep. about it. This moving is a, on. This is a real estate podcast. and a, uh,
0: So what are we talking about today? Moving, moving away from video games and Blizzard I and think, Call uh, of Duty.
1: <laughs> we actually, you're wearing the perfect shirt it, for our I, conversation. This
0: wasn't even on purpose, too. I kind of woke up and I said today feels like a rent's due day, even though it's not the first of the month. But I totally forgot which, uh, what topic we were recording until I was driving here. And then I realized what I was wearing and the fact that we're talking about it. perfect. Absolutely perfect. So we have gone through the the buy cycle of the burr, and we've gone through the renovation part of it, and today we're talking about the renting part, which, uh, again, rents, do shirt, kind of super convenient. So we'll run through how you rent your place out, how you kind of get top dollar for it, how you don't screw yourself over by putting in uh, some shady tenants who are going to take you to the cleaners, and how this is an important step of the uh, of the burr process i would say are arguably if we're comparing to buy and to renovate maybe not the most important part but also a very important step you know you don't want to they're all important they're all important that's that's true you don't you don't want to be putting in somebody who's going to be giving you headaches the idea of real estate at least the buy and hold real estate is to kind of make it as passive as you can right so, you know, you know, with your renovations, you've already gone through and made the property, you know, operating pretty well. So you're not going to have to deal with, you know, plumbing calls all the time. So you'd hope you're following that up with a tenant who is not going to be calling you in the middle of the night or for random drama like their neighbor smoking pot, which is a common thread in this office
1: recently. <laughs> um. and And I know everybody's probably super surprised, but Dwayne The Rock Johnson did not sponsor us. We're not sponsored by The Rock. So if he does want to, there.
0: please give me a call. You can reach out to my agent. Can you smell? <laughs> I'm gonna have to turn that down in post. What the? Yes.
1: Okay. I can't. So I can't smell. Everything.
0: Actually, it's been a long day for Spiro. I smell amazing.
1: <laughs> One million. Paco <laughs>
0: Roban. It's, it's actually. My if anybody's son. watching the actual video, he smells
1: like a Miami Vice movie at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so like we said, buying. We've already talked about. If you haven't heard that episode two episodes go back Part to three. episode yeah it should be four. episode five or, well anyway, you'll see fine. it it's I mean. the bee Ember. yeah simple uh go back listen watch it <clears throat> some good stuff in there um and if you haven't seen renovation or listen oh, that was to it last one that was a lot yeah yeah true so four or five i think four, no, six. four six yeah anyways uh go back <laughs> watch them listen to them and get up to date um now this the rent as phil just said mm-hmm is extremely important. I mean, you, I you can, well, whatever to paraphrase, <laughs> you, you can, you can buy proper properly. That's going to make yeah. you the money in the end. So you're, you're fine. I mean, buying allows you to make mistakes in the rental process or the renovation process, and you can still be in the money. Uh, and that's why it's, I mean, the most important part, mm-hmm. as we stressed, uh, renovating again, really important. But now when you come to the rent, that's where, again, like Phil just said, uh, you could have a lot of headaches that pop up. And this is what scares a lot of people away from investing in real estate. Mm-hmm. So people get to this part and they go, H- first of all, how do I even do it? Uh, I'm super scared. Like, who's this random person that's going to be living in a property that I own? Like a property, the yeah. most expensive purchase that they've probably ever made. This person's going to live in there. And it's their baby now too. As long And it's your baby. So yeah. so it's really, I-, I guess people get nervous about this and-, and you can you can see why. I mean... I would be too if I didn't have any prior knowledge. It's, yeah. it's a scary experience. You don't know who you're going to put in. You're not, you don't know how they're going to treat your space. You don't know what damage or issues they're going to cause. And these are all red flags. And it scares a lot of people away from investing in real estate. Mm-hmm. Now, I think
0: everyone knows, right? Everyone knows somebody who tried to be a landlord at one time, didn't do this renting process properly, and has a horror story, right? Has a, has a tenant horror story of some variety. Everyone's always, oh, God, they put cement in white toilets or something like that. Or they left the, the unit huh. trashed and they never paid me, blah, blah, blah. As a, as a management company, right, we, we I think we manage about 150 units now. And on most, most, for the most part, across the board, we have no problems with our tenants, right? And uh, it, it really just comes down to this step being done correctly, Having screened out your tenants correctly will greatly, absolutely, massively reduce uh, reduce your your long term headaches with the, with the tenants and with the building. And right? screening
1: screening is once you know what to do and you mm-hmm. follow a simple steps. I mean, it's not rocket science. Anybody could do it r- realistically. Screening is not the hardest part. It's, no, it's actually putting the effort in. It's to just screen- you need to do it. You need right? to do it, and it's, you need to go the extra mile. You yeah. might see. Um, okay, so let, let, we'll we'll start from the beginning here. Yeah. Let's say uh, let's let's start at the rental application. Cool. Just, just like skipping some things, just, skipping ahead a bit. But it yes. Just just yeah, for, for the sake of my argument here, uh-huh. you have a rental application in front of you. Uh, it's a standard form uh, mm-hmm. that we use. What is it, TREB? Yeah, it's the area form. Area form. I mean, you can I mean, find them
0: online. There's a thousand different. Yeah, yeah rental it, applications. this doesn't
1: need to be a like. It's not a legal document of mm-hmm. any sort. It's just for your you know own reference. You might see, let's say, a phone number of a reference. I'm skipping ahead here. I'm just giving an example. Uh, phone number. A lot of people might be like, "Ah, okay." They put it down. Whatever. I'm not going to actually check in with it. Mm-hmm. Or they'll they'll see, you know, previous landlords or uh, their current employer and just be like, "Okay, I believe them." Whatever. Not going to call. Even though the phone call will take three seconds, three minutes <laughs> tops. That's if yeah. you start talking to the person. Uh, it, it really takes no time. It's no effort. And you just got to do it, pretty much. You just got to force yourself to do it. And that's how you learn and you learn how to, you know, get a little tips about people. Yep. Are they going to be good? Are they going to be bad? Et cetera. So, okay, let's start. Let's, do, let's, let's, start, let's start from start the top. From the fresh. Right? Yeah.
0: So you you now have a completed, again, we're coming off the renovation. So you now have a brand spanking new, gorgeous unit. Not Maybe not top of the market, but ideally, if you listen to us in the first podcast, or in the, the, the renovation episode, you're a, a fraction above what i would call kind of average rental grade we're looking at some nice floors some pot lights some quartz countertops so that people are going to be more attracted to your unit versus the next so what uh, you're in the
1: top third pretty much yeah
0: exactly you're in the top third not not upper upper echelon but
1: you're you're pretty close honestly the units that that we have uh renovated are all pretty nice though i I feel like it's they're surprisingly i feel like us knowing the process of it we might kind of downplay it a little bit they are they are really nice units Mm -hmm. like they could be upper echelon. That's true. Okay. You know, so most don't have coarse countertops, the, even yeah. the nicest ones. Like, that's when you're just getting there. Yeah. 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 You know, so it is the top even 20% right. of
0: units that you're going to find. So you've got a nice unit, basically, right? You've got, a, you've got an absolute stunner of a unit, if you will. <laughs> and now you've, you've got to advertise it. Obviously, you ha- where are you going to find your tenants? We'll st- circle, like, going back a little bit even from there. you got to have, uh, I would say, quality camera. Or I mean, you can do it with an iPhone nowadays if you get a wide-angle lens or something like that on it. Those 11s with like yeah, or the 11s with the three fancy-ass wide-angle and a deep one, and I don't know, but they're they're sweet. Um, You can do it with most phones nowadays, but you're going to want maybe a wide-angle lens of some variety, so you're not having a super narrow photo. Uh, Kind of little tricks here: make sure your edges are squared up on your photos. You're taking it from the corner of a room a little bit lower, so you get as wide of a shot makes the room look as big as possible. Make sure your lighting is good. Personal pet peeve of mine, make sure your damn toilet seats are down. Hmm. I see a lot of people leave those up. It just looks kind of gross. Yeah. Um so you're you're going to want to show off your unit as best as possible, right? So you're you're going to take a high-quality set of photos and you're going to pair that with kind of a a one-pager, high-quality wording for your unit, you know. Think think like a realtor maybe. Put a little bit of a blurb in the front about why your unit is sexy, attractive, and someone's going to want to live there. Have a little bit of a breakdown in the middle of what's in your unit. How many bedrooms? How many bathrooms? Is there a living room? Is there quartz countertops? Is there ensuite suite laundry? Do you have parking? Is it for free or is it extra? All those kind of details about your unit should be included in that ad. Are utilities extra? Are they included? If it's all inclusive, talk about it because people like the tenants love that easier for them it's much easier for them i, I whenever we tell tenants of a rents all inclusive they love it um so you, you've kind of paired that together and then put in some keywords i mean we're, we're living in an seo world nowadays if you're if your apartment is near king and dufferin right king and dufferin and queen and dundas and all the surrounding streets close and, to streetcars close to yeah, transportation exactly any big shops if there's grocery stores nearby all of those things you can include in your ad uh, so now you've kind of paired that together. Great quality photos, great quality ad, great quality title. Ideally, um, and you're going to be posting that. Where are you going to post that? Big spots nowadays for any of our. And th- this is strictly speaking for Toronto, right? There for outside of Toronto and for maybe bigger GTA. Units. GTA, yeah, yeah, GTA. This
1: is this is usually what you find. Mm-hmm.
0: So we, I mean, we used to do a lot of Kijiji, Craigslist type of stuff. I mean, assuming you're not posting on MLS, of course. Mm-hmm. So we used to do a lot of Kijiji, Craigslist type of things back in the days. They've kind of fell by the wayside as they don't have uh, a map functionality anymore or at ever. But PadMapper is something that a lot of people in Toronto have heard of. Uh, Zumper is essentially the landlord portal or the back end of PadMapper, which we'll post on PadMapper and like four other different websites. And the biggest one that kind of shocks people lately is Facebook Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace is huge. It's especially for those units that are like under the $2,000 price point. So the one bedrooms, the basement. Yeah, your one beds or some, depending on the market, the two beds, right? Um, a lot of stuff that's under that $2,000 price point. I've posted units at like, I had a short basement that was 1300 bucks. So it was dirt cheap, all inclusive. And, I mean, dirt cheap is relative, obviously, to Toronto market. But I had 22,000 people look at the ad. Jesus Christ. An insane amount yeah. of people. I probably had, like, Wait my phone was just blowing up. That could be a good ad What campaign. 22,000, just blast to everybody just that's in there. <laughs> yeah. I'll huh. post a fake folk, fake rental ad. And then, okay, we'll, we'll th- talk about this after hey, the park. watch Phil and the kid, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, anyways, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, 22,000 is not the norm. And I obviously didn't have that many people respond to me, but it got, the pictures were good. The title was good. The price was insane. So it got that many people interested Facebook, it has a really good, um, like, selection criteria system, and it has a map, which is what people love because they can just go to the neighborhood they want to move into. Pad Mapper is the same. Yeah, with Zumper, too, it it
1: compares the price to other, other properties in, other local, in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh so it'll say like undervalue. It mm-hmm. kind of like what's it what's it, auto trader? Does the yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. uh it's the same same sort of thing where it'll say, you know, undervalue twenty percent or whatever. This is a great deal. That's actually that's
0: a really good point, something to bring up as well, because sometimes we see you see two kind of coins from the landlord perspective, right? Sometimes you want to get a little too greedy. Mm -hmm. and say okay well if the market rent for this unit is 18 but mine is really nice or i think because people are desperate enough and that's the worst thing i like i hate to see in a landlord oh i Mm -hmm. think people are desperate enough so therefore i can push them to get x uh let's say you go for 19 let's say you go for 2000 a few things can happen people aren't stupid right people are going to realize that your unit is overpriced sometimes people will come still and the people that you're often going to get for those types of units are the people that are turned down or not competitive enough to operate in the space of $1,800 for essentially the same unit. Right? Yes. So as a, as a landlord, by overpricing your unit, you put yourself in a little bit of a precarious position, especially if, let's say, somebody moves in and they realize later that you've overpriced your unit, they might start building some animosity towards you for you know overcharging. And I, I mean, it's, it's always better to have a good good relationship with your tenants, right? So what I like to do is I'll, I'll maybe knock it down by a, a hair. Not not enough to make a significant difference, right? We're, again, we're already building the unit so it's nicer than the rest of the market. But if you you say maybe knock 25, 50 bucks off the current market rent, obviously unless if your property's pretty close to break even, maybe that's not the move, right? But in a lot of our Toronto properties, we're operating with a 1,000 plus in, in monthly cash flow. So for me, how I operate my portfolio, I would personally rather charge 50 bucks less have 200 more people look at my ad have yeah. 30 more people show up at my showings so i can have that many more options of potential tenants cuz i really do want to pick the best person for the unit that's not going to be that long-term headache 50 bucks a month to me is is not worth the absolute crazy headache of maybe somebody not paying me and the great rent, part about that early. that
1: 50 bucks a lot of the time when you have 20 people Looking at it, and let's say five people put in offers. Yeah. that fifty bucks is gonna, you're gonna you're gonna make the difference anyways. Yep. it's we're in a capitalist society, uh, it's a free market, uh, free-ish. I would say there are mm-hmm. some barriers to renting out, but at the same time, if I'm putting in an offer and I know four or five other people are, I'm gonna give you that extra fifty bucks. Yeah. I have two stories from this summer. Uh, mm-hmm. Same client, different units. Owns a bunch of buildings in the city and has a bunch of tenants yep um one of the one of the units i underpriced i actually underpriced around a hundred dollars a month now the client actually wanted a, a price that was three hundred dollars less of what i listed at so i was right. I, I overpriced what the client wanted by a lot That is is another reason it's good to use someone who's a professional because we know the, market, know the market trends and yeah. and we're gonna find the best price for you anyway so it was a little bit cheap We had a bunch of people come in, as you said. It was overflowing with people. And they couldn't believe the deal. We were in like the 70% cheap range. Like like we were way below budget, which I thought was still a pretty high price. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, times are crazy. So, everybody was saying, I need this. I need this right now. Uh, Here's my deposit. Here's everything. What happened? One person offered more than what we asked for. What happened then? A second person heard and offered even more. And then the best quality one we can pick from. So Mm -hmm. we had someone with a really high credit score, really good credentials. Yep. This is how it got flowing. On the other hand, another property that I did lease, uh, really small, one of the smaller units. You're going to find a studio apartment, Mm. super tiny. Um, I may have, I overpriced it. I, I, I wouldn't say I overpriced, but I priced at the level at what it should have been. Right. Uh, maybe a little over it it was still it was the average level of that area of the studio yep um but it was small really nice studios are hard in general they're hard yes but it was really nice inside too probably the nicest studio in the area Mm -hmm. but same price what happened there it sat for a little bit yep it was tough the last tenant kind of you know destroyed the place a little bit it wasn't it wasn't the nicest looking inside there was some marks in the walls and whatnot Mm -hmm. um so that didn't help either. And showing it when that person was in, it was dirty. It was cluttered. It wasn't nice. It wasn't a great process. was tough to show. It it was definitely tough. So that one took a little bit more time. We had less interest. I did Mm. have showings, but there was less interest from it. We didn't have that. I need this right now type of feeling from our uh, potential tenants. Yep. Still got it rented out. Still. Everything was okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Got a good price for it. The average price again, but what happened? The first one went like this quick tenants came in, good tenant, no problems so far. Second one took a little bit more time, still found a good mm-hmm. tenant because we did the proper steps, took yep. the proper steps in the in the process and got to the same level. So, right. where do you want to be? Do you want to take an extra 2 weeks and get yeah. practically the same, you know, average market price or do you want to look sexy <laughs> and get all those people and get yeah. the quality tenants in? Yeah.
0: And there's there's another thing in that too, right? It, we're talking about a for our scenario for the bur we're talking about a vacant unit, a unit yes. that you yeah, just yeah. renovated and it currently doesn't have anybody in it. If you're taking two, three extra weeks, that could be pushing somebody into a new month, into the, you know, the first of the following month. And that's potentially another month of vacancy loss. You're paying the mortgage if you're really, really trying. And if, if it's a difference of 50 bucks a month over the course of a year, year and a half that that tenant's going to be staying, one month lost revenue is typically much greater than than that so that that's another thing to think about in the case of a tenant already being there they're giving you 60 days notice we know 60 days is tons of time in toronto to get something rented so you're less worried right but if you're if you're coming from a vacant unit you're going to want to make sure that thing gets rented up uh up asap especially if you just you know finished outlaying an extra 50 grand for your renovations you want to start building some uh some capital back in that bad boy
1: yeah you want to get people in there as quick as possible that's that's the stress like the stress on that one fact is getting them in there Mm -hmm. the longer they're not the more you're paying the more money you're losing in the end and it makes the whole process less lucrative that the final r the repeat stage will take a little bit longer yeah and that's it
0: so okay we've uh we kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there but we're Mm going to talk about your so let's say you've got you've got your ad up you're getting you know perfect best case scenario you've got a thousand people have responded to your ad it's let's, a lot but it's not ta- okay fine hundred people have responded to your ad over the course of a week that's also that's a lot pretty you should see my basements well okay fourteen hundred dollar okay. basement. we're we'll talking, talking about like a fourteen
1: hundred dollar basement like, here see, people are going to be <laughs> listening to this that, that do this in like Oshawa or like all right maybe. we're talking about Toronto we're talking about all Toronto right, you got here, a okay. bunch of people responded <laughs> to your ad.
0: <laughs> Well, super vague because punch.
1: people don't be, that's the thing though people don't believe what happens it's in toronto right toronto yeah is. like like i'm i'm being serious Twenty two so
0: thousand views people they'll,
1: they'll think you're bullshitting <laughs> i know right like that's it, it's true it's this is real life it's real life
0: Okay, so you have a bunch of people yes a bunch of people which in toronto means ad. a lot <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of people responded to your ad yeah uh i, I personally give them a canned response because i can't at, you know customize a response to all those people and still finish my day insane and
1: you don't need to you don't need to customize no, you everybody because
0: they're not they're not sending you a custom response either they're doing the same thing on the flip yeah. side because the rental market is so demanding hi, i
1: saw your apartment i'd like usually to see when it. it's
0: on facebook it's like hi is this still available yeah, like the canned like yeah. the button
1: response mm-hmm. um i think even Podmapper does say yeah like, same
0: same thing yeah, yeah exactly Uh, So you've got those people that have responded. The way that I show, I know a lot of people, especially in a sub market that maybe isn't as busy, will do one off showings. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's an expensive unit, if it's like three grand, four grand, five grand, like a huge unit that's maybe a little bit tougher to rent than your traditional one or two bedroom. I could see that being justified to do, you know, individualized showings, especially if it's it's maybe a little more difficult to rent. But when we're talking about our standard one bed, two bed, that's going to have a ton of demand. You can't do, you know, a hundred one-off showings. No, no. So what I typically will do, and I think, Spira, you do the same thing, we'll have a a one-hour, two-hour, usually one-hour open house at a time that is going to be mutually kind of beneficial for the most amount of people. And I'll try and do a, a, maybe a couple over the week, maybe one in the midday for those people that have uh, evening or weekend work, and then one like 6 o'clock on a weekday or something on a weekend that can try and you know accommodate the most amount of people possible so that I can drive as much traffic through that unit. I can show everyone that's coming through the unit how competitive and how attractive this unit is to everybody else as well. And I'm going to be asking them when they come to the showing... To come prepared with their documents, right? You want to be. You, I have an application that I send them ahead of time. I want a copy of their their credit score. I want some proof of employment of some variety, proof of income of some variety. Sorry, um, employment letters and pay stubs are pretty common things, but there's many other forms of income, um, and the and the credit as well is uh, is important on the application form. And again, you can get these online all over the place. Ooh, voice cracking. Online. Puberty's back. <laughs> um, you can get these online all over the place, but our, our information on our application is pretty straightforward. I want to know kind of who you are, who's moving into the place, who the applicants are. Do you have any kids or dependents that might be moving in with you? Uh, the thing that I put probably the most importance on is the previous landlord reference yes. yeah, yeah. and not even like the, a lot of people just call the current landlord. I want to, Right. Th- think for a second if your current landlord has been an, like you've been an absolute nightmare for the current landlord and you're going to call them. They're going to do what? They're going to want you to get the fuck out of their unit as soon as possible. So whoever calls, they're going to give you the best, most glowing reference. Just take them, take them, get them out. Yeah. So I always go for the you know, my I put more weight on the landlord that is maybe one or two years removed. And they, you know, they have nothing to lose. They have, exactly. They have nothing to lose. They're going to be the most honest about yeah. their experience with that guy. So if I can get that second landlord reference, that is key. That's a, that's a huge weight to put on. Um, and then I'm going to be looking at the employment information, the rest of it. Personal references, honestly, I don't bother because most people just put their friends. Yeah. And if your friends give you a bad reference, you have bigger problems than <laughs> my unit to be renting. <laughs> uh, but the employment one is important, too. And we, we've had people in the past... Do things like put their friends' phone numbers on an employment letter as well. So don't you don't just take the employment letter for you know for what it is and give them a give them a holler. You you Google the company. You try and find and there, there's so much information on the internet. You Google the company. You find out who the boss is. You call the company directly and you ask to be transferred to that person. All those types of things, right? So you, yeah, you don't. A lot of the time, they'll,
1: they'll send you to the, the HR department mm-hmm. or what, which is fine, right? Which, yeah. Yeah, you
0: know, I'm I for the income stuff, I'm usually or sorry for the yeah the work stuff, I'm usually just checking make sure they actually work there, you know how long they've worked there, those
1: types of things. I check I check salaries too yeah. a lot of the time, depending on how nice the unit is. You yeah, know, if if it's over three grand a month i'm going to want to make mm-hmm. sure that this person could pay that yeah and um, from a previous landlord perspective too you can ask them how much they've paid exactly and, and good tenants actually will set everything up with you so when you do make the call to their business if the number that they gave you on the application matches what you found online yeah or or if it, even if it's different and takes you to the same person and that person is expecting you a lot of the time mm-hmm. as as a potential tenant you have to let your company know, yeah, I'm going to rent this place. They might give you a call. Yep. Uh, this is what you're allowed to tell them. So, you know, I make the call, talk to HR, and they say, yep, yeah, oh, you had a call for Joe Smith. Right. Uh, we were expecting you. Your name's Spiro or whatnot, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is how much... Uh, th- they usually can't disclose, so yeah. they won't say this is how much he makes. A lot of the time, yeah. It's sometimes to, they do, but, but but if, but if more you so. You up, say this they, is the number they gave I mean, me. Is you, that yeah. and they go yes, or, yes, yes or this no is accurate, is, or yeah. it's accurate within a few thousand dollars, whatever. Mm-hmm. That, that's okay. So that's what you're really looking for, and this is a step a lot of people don't take, yep. and this is a step that can lead to potential issues. Well, the income is important, right? You don't. Very it's
0: it's kind of an unfortunate society that we live in. I mean, Toronto style. At the because same time, very
1: fortunate. We're yes. not getting bombed. <laughs> yeah. We're not. Okay, that's fair. So from
0: a from a rental market perspective, only in a mm-hmm. bubble
1: or in a. I mean, people are going to complain about something. I know for sure. So like, people are safe here, yeah. but they're going to complain. Oh, I got from. Pay so okay, so here. a lot of people.
0: If you if you're thinking back in maybe some tertiary markets, or you are thinking back ten years ago? Thirty percent rent to income. So if your gross gross income is a hundred thousand dollars a year, you're typically able to afford. $30,000 in rent is what I mean when I say rent to income. Yes. Um, 30% used to be kind of the golden standard, right? And if I can get a tenant to kind of meet that golden standard nowadays, I'm like, take it and run, because that, that is excellent, especially in Toronto. We see a lot of people, especially, you know, in the younger age group, as they're, you know, just out of school, first job, second job, uh, that are, are working at, like, that 50% range, which, after you talk about you know income tax coming off of that gross number and eating which is kind of important and you know some for some people transit or car or some you know trying to have a life 50% of your your gross income is a shit ton of money yeah. but it's kind of just our I mean a lot of people make it operate at that level I will never go beyond that personally that is I mean everyone has their own comfort level but for me I typically don't even consider going beyond 40 uh, Yeah, that's what I was going to say 40, 40 is 40 like is my usually... hard line unless I maybe have a
1: guarantor like, or something, along those something lines. like you look for something like 30 like you 30 is my 30 gold standard still like, if I yeah. get
0: if I get 30 or or less they you know they're, they're, they're most likely going to make all their payments on yeah. time the only reason maybe some people are comfortable looking at at 50 uh, is just because of how how tough our rental market is, and right? that's when
1: you start looking at things like maybe a guarantor, exactly. Or, or but either, yeah, I for know, a for students, all
0: intents and purposes, let's call it forty as like the hard line is a pretty comfortable, safe number. Um,
1: again, everyone's comfort level is different. Since, since I brought it up, let's talk about guarantors now because sure. this is kind of where it less goes. Less
0: common nowadays, for at least for us
1: in our portfolio. Thankfully, yeah, we we don't have. I I don't think we have too many students. We're mm-hmm. more young professionals, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is mainly for students, I would say, or or you know, a recent graduate who doesn't yeah. have you know, solid income. Yeah, maybe and you're just moving out of mom and dad's house, so you don't necessarily maybe you don't have a, a landlord reference, yeah. or don't have a you know steady your, your bank your, your bank account's not fat. <laughs> yeah, you're just getting started. Uh, we'll get you to sign a guarantor, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of part of the lease. It's a little sheet I, I don't think it's it's not a legal like it's not like a actual form you got to use no it's, a, I it's think a there separate, is a it's a separate it's a
0: separate one pager i mean yeah. we personally have a draft have drafted a separate one pager. yeah yeah that says you know hey parent or somebody assigned is going to be equally responsible to pay the rent for if this, this person, unit yeah. yeah for this person for, for, for this, this unit if the rent doesn't get paid right so it's just a fallback position if you maybe don't feel so confident about that applicant but again if you're not feeling confident about an applicant the way that we've kind of done the unit up and priced the unit and advertised mm-hmm. the unit, you're likely going to have another option anyways, right? Yes. And that's the that's the benefit of renting in such a hot market and creating one of the nicer units on the street.
1: So I'm talking about more like studio apartments, even yeah. some basements. You'll find more students wanting to go there. It's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Maybe and outside the city. Outside the city, whatever near universities, yeah. downtown core meaning downtown where you know all the businesses are, not yeah. not. Suburb area. Yep. Um, it, it just it, it does save you so that you can go after them, and the parents usually can pay. So yeah, you know, a I've, student I've doesn't pay. You go to the parent. Hey, we need this money. They're like, okay,
0: here, yeah. Here so it like, like random no random minor horror story here. It's not. It, I mean, not that extreme, right? But we had, for example, a couple of students that uh, like it was a couple, and they were both students. But we let them move into a spot, and we had a, the guarantor was uh, was the mom of the of the girl that was living there. And when they moved out, they kind of moved out short notice. Like, but because it's Toronto, we were cool with it. We knew we could get the place rented. We, they were going through some stuff. So we just let them out of the lease, which is totally fine. Right. We, we made the decision to let them out. And then uh, as they leave, they, they left all kinds of garbage. They had like painted weird, they had a painting room, like a little art studio inside the apartment. So they messed up the walls and things. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was, was great. Um, but because we had the, the mom guarantee not only do we have somebody that's going to pay for it because the mom doesn't want her reputation to be kind of slandered a little bit, uh, but also some ramifications for the kids, which is kind of good because we're you're able to pressure that responsible parent a little bit if you end up in that situation to say, okay, hey, your, your kid's caused this problem. Fix
1: it for me, right? Yeah, and it's, it's and nothing that. wrong. That's what you would expect. I mean, yeah. your, your home, your investment is your baby. Yep. You want people to... Treat it the way it. you would. Yeah. So you don't know, a lot of like times, shit. younger kids don't have that responsibility. They've never been in that scenario yep. before, and they will leave it a little bit more trashed. But mm-hmm. when you have a guarantor, you
0: have a fallback position. Yeah. Right? There, there are always. I mean, not always, right? But there's there's chances that you can take, knowing that you know, let's say this tenant might be a little bit more of a risk. So you put in a mitigation, uh, kind of a stop point where you can you can circle back and say, hey, you 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 can fix this problem now because. I took on the the additional risk, but anyways, yeah. Let's get back to it. Um, what have we gone through now? So that was we talked a pro tip. about the showing. Pre- yeah, that was a little long pro tip. Uh, we talked about the showing. We talked about the screening a little bit. One thing that we haven't talked about in tenant screening, again, we're talking about how open the internet is nowadays. Super creep, urban. creep, creep. I I look for somebody. Phil on is the every, biggest creep. I am the master social media creeper. If you're applying to live in my my unit, I will know everything about your life within an hour. Creepy that is Phil, that's what we media. call them
1: creepy Phil. That's
0: that's not what we call me. So your wife calls you. But that, that's a really weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh but if you want to live in my house, I want to know about you. I want to know your life. I want to yeah. know who you are. I want to know what you do for fun. If you're uh throwing foam parties on the weekend, it's not going to be in my house. No. No. <laughs> so I mean, Facebook is great. I'm I'm like super creep level because there's certain things on, like, Facebook, for instance, if you can't find someone by name and like but you know one of their friends or you know their other roommate that's moving in you can look up them and then go into their active friends and search through that way and you're not trying to
1: profile them in any way this is not illegal we're not saying that (laughs) uh we're just saying it gives you a little bit more insight what they do Mm -hmm. is there instagram photos of them playing catch or is it them doing hard drugs i mean this is actually things you will find though Yeah, like it's it might sound ridiculous yep but you will find the people who like to Go hard and yeah. So I mean, smash things up. We are we have that.
0: We won't say you know how one way or the other. You as a landlord should make a decision on who you feel comfortable with. But yes, you can't discriminate. They should match your personal ideals. And uh, if you want, you know, if that if you don't think that person should live in your unit, then say levy. At the end and of the you, day, you, it you is decide a- on an other applicant.
1: It is a business decision you're yeah. making. You got to make mean, sure your house
0: is, your, your investment is safe. First right? things
1: first, do you want to work with this person? Yeah. That means, do you want to let them live in your place? Are mm-hmm. they going to care for it? Do they see eye to eye with you? Are you going to be able to have conversations with them? Or are they going to be like yeah. totally, uh, my light bulb needs changing. Uh, mm. Can you come over? It's 1 a.m. Been there. Yeah. Like, like so. you'll find this. It's the yep. craziest thing. But and you, can,
0: you can get a sense for who's going to be like that too by looking sense. at their social media, right? So Facebook obviously being one of the bigger ones, I'm looking at them, their relationships. Also mandatory,
1: another pro tip, but I feel like this is a little bit more common sense. Mm. Make sure they see the unit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rent out to people who have never uh, seen yeah. the unit. I get a
0: lot of BC calls that are like, hey, can you Skype yeah. me or FaceTime yeah. me to see the unit? I, I get those I'm too. Like, yeah. you, you're going to do that. They're going to move in and then they're going to be like... Oh, I never saw it, and I hate this, this, that, and the other
1: thing. Can I leave now? Yeah, and you you don't you don't want to do it. It might be lucrative. I've gotten offers two three hundred dollars over asking. It's They're so like, sketchy, hey, I just want too. It. Right? You don't want to do like, it. it. It's you you want to mitigate all your risks. Hey, I've never
0: seen the unit. Would you know? Are you gonna take three hundred bucks over over what you're looking for? Yeah, sure. Okay, come in.
1: By the oh, way, first I have first month four inspection.
0: What's <laughs> that? Yeah, or or there's a meth
1: lab downstairs. Yeah, like, <laughs> you don't want to do that. Uh, same with other Sketchy. If if you see yeah. something that's a little sketchy, oh, I'll pay you cash right oh, yeah. now. We, we've or, had that
0: too. Somebody's which, walked up with like a literally opened. I think uh, one of our property <laughs> managers was showing a place yeah. on Old Weston, and she had some <laughs> somebody. I mean, put a any, anyone that knows Old Weston, <laughs> oh baby, put a street with the uh, story. <laughs> And uh you know guy guy walks out to uh like before even seeing the unit i think it was right opens uh opens up his bag and he's got like a stack he's just like i'll pay for the year now that's a red flag right <laughs> if you haven't you know if you're you're willing to offer that up you're probably going to be a drug den yes but you never know. Maybe he's an upstanding citizen who works in construction and is scared of banks. But I don't know <laughs> I if I'm taking know. that
1: risk, right? I'm, Again, I'm, upfront payments aren't the worst thing, too, um, on this scenario. Someone comes up to me with a lot of cash. I'm not accepting it. No. Uh, Ca- but cash in general, I don't accept for rent sketchy. because it's one of those things. It's where like, did you get it?
0: Yeah. Well, well, I don't even care where I'm. I'm not, you know, I'm not a bank giving you a mortgage. So I'm not like <laughs> anti-money laundering, trying to figure out where the cash came from. But I'm more concerned with, like, I want a paper trail, Right. I w- I don't want you to come back and say Phil took my money and have Phil be able to say
1: nope, never got it. Well, okay, For, like you Go are anti you See are ya. you are anti money laundering though. Let's not <laughs> put that out into the public right yeah, now. That's fair. Hi, I'm <laughs> Phil. I love doing illegal things. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, no. I oh, I meant from a bank's
0: you know yes yes you are in a bank perspective <laughs> yes you are not uh, CIBC you are Phil. That's why I run
1: all my laundromats. <laughs> uh um, so man. don't take cash for rent folks no uh, I, but again as i said sometimes people don't have that previous maybe they just got a new job mm-hmm. I, i've dealt with this before someone moves into the city from international like last month's rent kind of thing yeah they're like here's like half like the year up front i'm look at me i'm i have a new job yeah. as the a new landlord, job says yes they work here mm-hmm. but they've only worked here for two weeks or three weeks and you're like uh, it's not yeah. as certain but they seem like a good person their credit's good they have the backup you know you're you're feeling kind of like uh maybe i'll rent it to them yeah they seem really good i feel you feel kind of for them in that situation like look i just moved here or whatever it is i have all the all my what's the saying ruts in a row Uh, ducks 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 ducks. in i got my ruts in a row ducks in a row whatever ducks in a row like here's here's a few extra months. I'm gonna pay. it. Like here you go. Yeah. Uh, that's again. It's your discretion at that yeah. point. It, so we're not saying as, don't look at them and be like no no no.
0: We're not allowed to just as caveat there. As landlords, we are not allowed to ask somebody. We're no. not supposed to be well, like you can hey ask, buddy, but it's not legal. Eh, like <laughs> you, I mean again, you can, back to the anti money laundering here. Well no no. I mean like you could. I, I'm pretty sure you can ask for it. They could just nope. say no. You're not supposed to be able. It It, gets, it says it in the Ontario lease is that you're not the. Uh, it, it says it's, it's uh, last month's rent yeah. is the Just one worst. month, period. Yeah. So anyways, if they offer it, can maybe consider it, but get it on paper that they offered kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This is 100% agreed upon between both parties, et cetera. Um, try, I would try and avoid it if you can. Just It's messier than it needs it to is. be. It is. Right?
1: Just get, so, do the average things. Get last month's rent. That's it. Last keep it, keep it normal. Sometimes. Keep it boring.
0: Yeah. So we are... Done screening. We've creeped our person. We know that this person is a absolute rock star as a tenant. Mm-hmm. Has has great income. They've absolute got good beauty. credit. Uh, you know nothing nothing scary on their credit report. Their their social media looks you know passable. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what's the next step? So we're going to be doing two things. We're going to be writing up our lease, obviously, and we're going to be collecting our our first and last month's rent. So you want to want to lock them into that unit, right? You want when they sign the lease at least. You want some kind of (laughs) kick him in the room, lock the door and away we go. It's it's yours. It's yours now. (laughs) Uh, So I want some kind of a, the lease. obviously some documents need to be signed. Right. So in Ontario, we, as of a year and a half ago or so, we have a standard lease agreement. If you haven't found it, just Google Ontario standard lease. Really I I do agree. It is, uh, it is awesome because there were a lot of, a lot of different leases in the past Every every landlord had their own different setup, different set of rules, mm-hmm. which is why the government I think stepped in and said, eh, "Hold on, not all of these meet the Residential Tenancies Act, so we're we're gonna just clean this up and well, make everyone mo- use Most this. tenants aren't very knowledgeable about no. what to look for, what's okay, and that's where a lot of shady landlords were putting in yeah. some shady clauses and saying, "Hey, tenant X, you have to pay for all repairs in the unit, even if they're." You know, not these are just general wear and tear and thing things like that, yeah. right? Uh, stuff that landlords weren't allowed to be doing. So the government stepped in, and said, "Hey, here's here's one lease. If you haven't seen it, Ontario standard lease. Just type it in in Google, and it'll pop. Probably it's the first like thing fourteen that pops pages. It's, it's super yeah, long. It is gigantic. It's like kind of a hassle, but it is what it is. It, it's kind of it's straightforward. It's nice that they, nice that they have it. So we've got the we're we're drafting up the lease, right? And typically, what I'll I'll also do is I'll include a schedule A because the lease yes. is pretty tenant forward and it 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 doesn't cover everything that I want to deal with. So, I mean, you as a landlord may have your own certain clauses that you want. Check through the Residential Tenancies Act first to make sure they don't, you know, break any rules. Mm -hmm. But if you have a a clause or a few clauses that you want to add, you can do an additional Schedule A, let's call it, or an addendum, let's call it, that gets attached to the lease to be signed. Uh, So you're going to have everyone sign off on that. A little bit of a pro tip. We have so many e-signing tools available nowadays uh you mean DocuSign for for those that aren't realtors Authentisign for those that are I'm sure there's a hundred other options you can use right is DocuSign free though no, no you no, gotta pay, you for have that. To pay I think yeah. most of them you have to pay for yeah most of them like we pay for Authentisign through our fees right yeah
1: yeah
0: um so I mean it makes your life so much easier though if it's if it's five bucks a month and saves you from having to drive around and meet up tenants and yeah is, sign off paper it. documents Oh my god, I just I would always or just e-sign use a realtor. everything realtor nowadays <laughs> or yeah, or just or just use your or uh, property management or realtor. realtor. Um, so there's that obviously try try and have it e-signed and then once I've got the documents signed off uh, either before or after whatever your comfort level is or the tenant's comfort level is get be assuming you've got the document signed and you're probably a month away from moving in, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to want some kind of uh, payment to lock you in. Usually at least last month's rent, but a lot of times first and last is pretty standard. And I, I mean, I the very least want the full first and last before I'm giving this person keys. But in the meantime, let's say there is a month gap. I don't want that person being able to say, hey, I'm just, I'm out of here. I'm not, I decided on a different unit, even though I signed a lease with you kind of thing, right? So that's where you get that first and last, or like I said, at least that last month's rent up front. So that person can't break the contract and walk away. Theoretically, like thinking realistically, yeah, sure, you could probably go after them if they signed a lease, didn't put any money down, but what's realistically going to happen is you're just going to say, okay, it's really not worth my time or money yeah. to to follow this and to fight this. I'm going to go gonna back cost and read that much. It. Yeah. I mean, it's not, not worth it. So you get them to put their last month's rent at the very least. They're never walking away from you at that point, or at least I haven't had someone do it yet. Uh, and then that'd be it, crazy. I know it's a lot of money just to walk away. Yeah. And then at any point, um, any point before they move in, I'm collecting the rest of it. If there is anything left, I'm not giving anybody keys, until I have uh, have the full first and last. And in all of our leases as well, they're going to be required to have their own tenant's content, like content insurance for their yeah, tenant yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's another thing a lot of times that I will, or other landlords will check prior to allowing them to move in. I want to see a copy of the policy, right? And that's just, you know, let's say there, it's a basement unit and there's a flood. I mean, obviously, the landlord's responsibility is to repair the unit to a livable state. The tenant's responsibility should be to repair their their stuff, but in the case where the tenant doesn't have it, there's always a dispute, uh, and it's just easier to uh, to avoid the dispute. And it altogether. makes sense too.
1: I mean, I'd be pissed off if my stuff were ruined because of a flood in a place I'm renting. Uh-huh. But if I if I have that proper insurance, insurance coverage, yeah. uh, it's fu- it then well, you go through the sucks, proper channels. It but you, sucks, but you have someone who's going to give you the money. Not yeah, the you landlord. have a channel to go through. Yeah. That's you know a proper process. Um, you have to think of yourself, put yourself in the tenant's shoes. In yeah. any scenario, what's going to make you the happiest as the tenant? Yeah. Think about that. You want that's why you want the place to look nice. You want to be able to live in there. If you if you don't want to live in your unit, yeah, you're going to get people not like you. That's a that's that a I've very good point, right? You're going to be looking for people that are
0: likely very like-minded, right? And if you're looking at, you know, if your unit's a dump and you wouldn't live in your unit,
1: what what do you what are you gonna really you're, expect? You're not gonna get someone yeah. who's like you. It's yeah. just what are you it's really that easy. Expect there? I mean, it, you really can't overthink this process. Yeah. You just gotta do all the basics. It, it's one of those things. Create a checklist. Yep. I mean, go rewatch this video and create a checklist. Uh, we might even have a checklist coming in the future. A basic one. No, that no, I'm man,
0: that's that's a whole lot of work. One page checklist is. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost Thanksgiving, man. I'm off. I'm yeah. out of here for the weekend. <laughs>
1: while while we eat turkey, maybe right. well, definitely not. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, it's not too hard to make a checklist. It's common. It's really common sense. Yeah. Tasks. They're not. It's what would you do? What do you want? How much do you want to protect yourself? Yep. At the end of the day, if you don't give a shit, then throw anybody. And that in. I mean, and that that happens too, right? We've
0: seen, and maybe we'll. Uh, I mean, we've pretty much run through the entire process at this point so you've gone and you move this person in and you're more or less going to set it and forget it if you put the right person at that point exactly uh so call call that the end let's talk about for a second what happens let's go into a couple of maybe lighter tenant horror stories and and talk about what happens when either you don't have the choice so let's say you've you've bought a property that's currently tenanted which is something that i try and avoid if, if possible um or you've gone and just not cared. And you've just taken the first applicant that comes to you without reviewing any documents, without doing any kind like, of uh, research. Hey, I got somebody that's awesome, right? No longer vacant. Throwing that person in there. There is a chance. There is a, actually a pretty good chance that you're just fine to be honest. Because, I mean, I'm it's talking from likely. a Toronto perspective. Yeah, You're more likely going to be just fine. But you are greatly increasing your chance to not be just fine. So... Uh, I mean, uh, there's a couple things that have uh, we've had. Some landlords have not done their, their research correctly, done the leasing themselves. And we have some units that are, te- well, did, have like 10 people in a two-bedroom. Yeah. I mean, A, are the city's not going to like you that. Huh? Are, they, are they out now? Uh, in process. Uh, in process. I mean, there is there is a family of probably 10 or so. Family. Yeah. Uh, 10, uh. 10 to 15 or so. Don't fit in the unit, overflowing all the time. Doesn't, you know, they just destroy (laughs) things because there's so many people coming in and out so frequently. They fight on the front lawn. (laughs) Like, this isn't even a joke. The city gets called, like, frequently because they fight on the front lawn. You guys didn't put those people in. No, we did not, thankfully. There is so much garbage that no matter how many garbage bins you order from the city, it just can't keep up. Always getting citations for overflowing garbage. Like, just absolute shit shit. Nightmare. Uh, You know what? They still pay the rent. Which is great, <laughs> so the rent comes in on time the the property still operates, but when they're out, it's going to be quite a quite a repair um, so that's something that was you know the landlord just kind of said, Oh hey, sweet, first tenants, great, okay, awesome, in you go, and then all of a sudden there was a whole squad in there, yeah, and so you that don't was want that. that was one that wasn't cool um another one and and this is this is an interesting one because as a As a landlord, you're really, especially in Ontario, you're not allowed to tell someone they can't have pets. No. You can't tell someone that they, hey, you can't have your dog come with you in the unit. Hey, you can't have your cat come with you. I know some guys will screen it out. Honestly, we live in Toronto. 50% of the people have bloody pets anyways. Uh, I I have a a dog. She's absolutely lovely. She has not harmed our place in any way, shape, or form. Right? Um, I'm pro pets all day long. However, (laughs) (laughs) caveat... (laughs) <laughs> and this one was my fault. I, at something that I never even realized. We put, uh, we put this girl in a basement apartment. And I, d- I don't know how I could have found this out. But we, we go for a, uh, a unit inspection. So we do two unit inspections a year. Check on the unit. Make sure the smoke detectors are still operational. Change batteries. Check on the fire extinguishers. All that stuff to make sure we have a record of the unit being safe to live in very frequently. Um, and we, uh, she had this random curtain over something in the living room, and I kind of just pulled back the curtain, and she had about twelve to fifteen tanks of snakes. Oh, oh my god! Like, it was just like Ugh, heebie-jeebies, Why? like uh, immediately. So she she was breeding. I don't know what. I, breeding. I, <laughs> snakes, I don't know what, what kind of snakes. I'm not like a oh my snake guy, goodness. but she was breeding snakes in the unit, and like. I mean, I guess I could have called that a business and gone, you know, yeah, gone, gone after uh, her in some way, shape, or form. Oh, Thankfully, no she clothes. moved out shortly after. But I was oh. like, you know, you're thinking back to like those goosebump stories. Like, oh, what gosh. if one of these? What if one of these escapes and they go to the upper tenants? Oh my god! And like in the toilet? crawling through the vents. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, man! <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a that was a weird one. Ugh. Nothing. I mean, ultimately, I guess there was nothing really wrong with it. The the snakes were contained it was just strange yeah that is it, a little was, strange. it was real
1: strange i mean the only good reason um I, I don't even know if it's a great reason but if let's say you have you know a triplex or you have different units and you have like a big barky loud dog yeah you gotta that, be considerate of the other people yeah so right? so that's where the issue arises i mean sometimes i'll Kind of ask, how's mm-hmm. your dog? Like, is it is it a loud, hey, reckless you know it's dog? It's the same
0: with like kids and kids. And
1: it's, if you have like a, a one year old,
0: they're going to be crying a lot. That it's, I mean, it's 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 life. It is, but unfortunately, if you're in a home that has other people, yeah, that you, your kids, your dogs, you are as the the tenant are going to be responsible for all of them. And if you are you as a unit are doing something that's going to be disturbing the other people that live in that in that building. Uh, unfortunately, that's going to fall back on you and you're going to have to deal with that
1: one way or the other. So it does mitigate risk. So you're trying, I mean, yeah. You don't want the loudest dog. You don't want five kids on a one-floor unit where there's people above or and 10. people below. And also, you have to think of it this way, too. You have 10 people living in a unit. I'm using a ridiculous number. Yeah, it's maybe ha- we have one. Ha- so, we have one, mean- but I mean... Imagine the wear and tear on the toilets, the showers, yeah. the sinks, Imagine your the utility kitchen, bills. the utility, the lights, everything's yeah. on, the floors even, which is a weird thing to think about, but you have 10 people walking yeah. around all day I, for years, maybe yeah. two years, maybe three, maybe 10, worst case scenario, that which is what happens when 10 people live in there. Yeah, they it's stay. Cheap They're staying they, forever. They stay forever. When, when you have like two or three or a small family, four, but let's say one, two, yeah. three, yeah, four. Yeah. Yeah. It's that many people taking a shit, that many people showering, it's that many people walking across the room. Especially
0: considering the unit in question is a one one bathroom. (laughs) Really, ten people? (laughs) Yeah,
1: man. Oh my god. They definitely.
0: Nah, I'm not. Anyways, so okay, well, we'll we'll talk about Phil's last tenant horror story, and this uh, this is back when we were investing in Hamilton, Um, and this is a A hammer. Yeah, this is early hammered. Hammer. hammer. This is uh, very early hammered, like i don't know six or seven years ago so not that early hammer days steel like city deep in uh deep off i guess what, what's the street barton is like the sketchy street when you go super far west um <laughs> like we bought a fourplex for like 160 grand or something like that so it was what? What yeah is this? it was know. like six or seven years ago how come i've never heard about this because it's a, <laughs> a sketchy shithole <laughs> <laughs> we know. bought a second one on the same street you don't um, own them anymore no, this is with the company that I used to oh, uh, used okay, work yeah, with. So yeah, not yeah. not personal purchases, say, yeah, but yeah. these were properties that I found, managed, etc. So we uh, we bought a fourplex for dirt cheap. It was current. It was fully tenanted. Uh, actually, one, I think one unit was vacant, but the other three units were fully tenanted. Okay. Top two floors, great, ish. Main floor, okay, it was vacant, so we re-rented. Great. Nice. Basement guy, on the other hand, not my biggest fan. I'm not the biggest fan of him. I should say. So this is a unit you know, when we bought it, it was like he had eight cats or something like that. Nice, nice. He would leave the windows open so the cats would come in and out all the time. Okay. Floors were pissed on, it was vinyl Ugh, floor, but the oh. vinyl floor had been torn away through the the plywood subfloor into the concrete. And so the whole unit was like wavy and all Wait, these dips. What? Yeah, it was it was a it was a wreck. How? The cats? Cats pissing, eating, clawing, Ugh. him walking for years, right? Oh it was my a God, small unit. Disgusting. It was disgusting. It was the worst uh, worst thing to ever go walk <sighs> through. Shout out to Danielle. Thank you for going through that with me if you're watching. It's, that was the the good old days of going through the shitholes and the hammer were totally a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> but so we eventually... I had to go do a unit inspection, and this was the day that I decided... This guy's getting evicted. Uh, we, we had to go do a unit inspection, and I drove from Toronto to Hamilton in my fancy little race car at the time um, to do the unit inspection. I walk in the door, and this guy has like, a cold room type of thing. And I think all of his cats hung out in the cold room because that's where, like, one of the open windows were. I open the door, and it's just, like, a cloud of fleas. Oh my God! It was so the gross. most revolting. It's like, oh, and again, we bought this unit with him in it. We bought it this way. I mean, I didn't know there were fleas, but we went in fully aware of the situation, right? So it's not like this oh. guy did anything that we weren't expecting. We were fully aware of the state of the unit. We had plans to turn the unit around when he moved out, etc. He was still paying his rent, so it was all good and fine. Um, however, then he gave Phil fleas, and then he was no longer my biggest, my best friend. Uh so yeah I walk into that thing covered like just fucking and I have never touched fleas in my life at this point and it was the most revolting thing. They're jumping all over, they're oh biting God, and jumping man. and so I I book it out of the unit. I'm like basically just shaking off everything. Uh I didn't finish the unit inspection obviously at that point. This was like the first room I was looking at. Ew. And I had to drive back to Toronto covered in not covered at this point but still pretty quite a few fleas. Driving on the highway, standard car, heavy clutch. And I've got fleas in my pant legs, fucking bouncing around, jumping. I'm like slapping myself the entire drive. Slap, shift, slap, shift, drive, (laughs) shift, slap. It was an absolute mess. Got home, like burned the clothes, showered for like an hour, and then never went back to Hamilton again. (laughs) (laughs) What happened with that? It ended up, I don't know, I left the company, ended up getting sold, I think.
1: But you're the, just
0: like, I didn't leave the company because of the fleas. <laughs> that was, uh, I mean, again, that, that's what happens when a one thing, you don't screen your tenants. And, and number two, you inherit tenants. That is uh, one of the major reasons that I'm a huge fan of getting buildings vacant is. You do pay.
1: You, you do pay. You pay more. A premium. For you do. A, for you vacant pre, units. You pay a premium for vacant units. Because you don't get um, any shitty tenants. That's true. a lot of the time people sell even buildings because the are are, they're shitty tenants, even if the
0: tenants are good,
1: uh, a lot of the time you it, can get it,
0: more. it's a level set it's two things right? It's more money, sure that's great. Uh, if the unit's close to market rent, fine, but if the units i mean a lot of times are so far from market rent that $600. it's much better to have them vacant six hundred dollars um but I like to level set with my tenants, right? I don't like to go into an existing relationship. I don't know how that other person managed the building. I have no idea if they respect the landlord or not. I like to change things around, put in new sets of tenants, or at least level set with the existing, saying, hey, new sheriff in town, right? These are the new rules. This is how I operate. I don't care what the other guy did. And that's much easier to do when you just don't inherit tenants, right? Yes. Obviously, every deal is individually specific, and every person has their own criteria. That's just something I prefer, especially since I got fleas. <laughs> lease.
1: Filthy Phil and the fleas. Mm,
0: filthy Phil. Great to sandwiches over at Filthy Phil's. That's a place? Yeah, it's in the stockyard. Brendan and I went one time and we I don't know, he's called me Filthy Phil ever since. But they're damn good. Like Philly, it's like a Philly cheesesteak restaurant. Oh, okay. And that's all they do. <laughs> I'm call it's call called you Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, I you can't even. That's eat not too. original <laughs> at all. People have called me that my entire life. <sighs> Enough about fleas. That got me riled up.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> that gross. brought back some bad memories. Let's not end this episode on that <laughs> note. No, you just want... You avoid it. This is the caution. And this is why people...
0: These are the... the, So, again, to put it all into perspective, I have been part of purchasing, owning, managing, renovating, et cetera, hundreds and hundreds of units at this point, right? Yes. Like, throughout my career as a property manager for quite a long time and into current, I think it's probably been, I don't know, close to 1,000 units, I guess. And we're we're talking about over quite a few years and I, I have a handful of horror stories. Yeah. Your average investor is <laughs> going to have me one to five properties, let's call it. So, I mean, so long as you do the due diligence upfront over your one to five properties, it should be very low maintenance, a fairly passive activity. These are just a handful of, of things that could go wrong. If maybe you're not taking a, a deeper look into your tenants or in the case of flea guy, we kinda went in knowing that that potentially was gonna be a problem and well, Phil just didn't think he was gonna
1: get fleas. But hey. And if you follow the Some steps days you w- get fleas. Some no, 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 <laughs> no, no. No. Most days you don't. You never get fleas unless you're filthy Phil people in in the in the ham. In the ham Filthy Phil in the ham.
0: Ooh all right we're gonna do a video (laughs) tour (laughs) we're gonna go do a drive-by tour of those properties and see how they're doing nowadays i don't think we can
1: yeah in outside okay well if you follow the steps that we've sort of outlined in this uh well not sort of we have outlined i mean (laughs) do what you want but uh if you follow those steps and take it seriously do your due diligence Mm -hmm. and uh even if this is your first purchase, maybe your first, second, maybe even third, you might want professional help uh, and just to watch. Maybe it's yeah. one unit. Get get a realtor. Um, one that knows us. what they're doing, yeah, one like,
0: that's maybe specialized in leasing.
1: Yes. Uh, not,
0: not 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 plugging myself. I mean, like, just in general. Oh, plug know. yourself. Come to us. Yeah, no, okay, fine. Fuck Whoa. it. Come to me. <laughs> or <laughs> come, or Spiro. Yeah.
1: Jesus Christ. I say <laughs> us. He says me. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> Filthy Phil.
0: So, so yeah, but like a greedy bitch. watch
1: what, <laughs> watch what Phil or I do or another realtor, whoever, how they, how they do their job. I mean, ask them, so what did you do here? I'm sure they'll be more than happy to tell you. Don't be up their ass about it, mm. but you know, say, Hey, listen, I want to be doing this on my own. Be straight up. They're yep. going to be like, okay, that's totally fine. That's fair. Uh, say, how do you, how do you do this process? Kind of walk me through it, show me how to do it. Um, and you'll, you'll kind of learn the tips and tricks. I mean. We do practically what I what we both just told you. So yeah. it's not like, not like we have this magic potion or this secret formula of how we do our work. It's there are hard. no secret formulas. Anybody who says there's a secret formula is full of shit. Like, it's true. Like, but you yeah. want them
0: to buy our ten thousand dollar course.
1: It's a secret formula. You gotta. <laughs> That's not yet. I'm saving that <laughs> until after our book deal. There you go. All right. And then we'll do. We'll, the we'll hold a weekend
0: summit for three hundred bucks, and then. You might get upgraded to the $10,000 pro plan. Yeah. And then eventually, if you want to be part of our VIP members club, it's only some measly 100 Gs.
1: 100 Gs, yeah, nothing. <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, Fill in the kid, we'll, the gurus. We're, we're, we'll wrap this up now. Yeah, we'll, you've listened to us drone on for long enough. Yeah, so go back, listen, if you haven't, to buy and uh, renovate. This is uh, rent. Then we're going to have episode on refinancing and yeah. repeating the process. So be sure to stay tuned. Those are going to be really interesting, I think. And, yeah, uh, the repeat part especially. The repeat part is where you're going to really, I think, it opens people's eyes. Uh, that's where when we talk to people that don't have a clue about Toronto, and I don't mm. mean they're they're oblivious. I mean, they've heard all the negatives, like, oh, it's really high prices. They just don't know how uh, it could work, right? Yeah, they, they don't understand how it could work. And the repeat part is very lucrative. That's where people start going, maybe I'll put my money in toronto instead of places yeah. around toronto even though they're all great i am never gonna say don't buy property i mean there are okay yeah maybe i will sometimes say don't buy i mean if you're overpaying if it's a shit like yeah i don't but know if, There are, there are toronto's
0: just, out of your price
1: point for example there are many other markets exactly work but if it, it is do your, your research and have your power team in those locations right? if, it, if it is in your price range i, I do say go for it yeah. i mean why not in the right spot so, so uh, thanks for listening again. Uh, you can find me at spirovriselas.com uh, spir- S-P-I-R-O V-R-Y-S-E-L-L-A-S I think that's the first time you've
0: actually spelled your name. So it, I wonder how many people are looking at like Spiro Vry Cell Ass.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if if you just kind of click on Film the Kid, you'll find it'll, us. It'll and, show up. Yeah, you can yeah, find yeah you'll, you'll find it's me and, and you'll find Phil. Um, be sure to check us out on Uh, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, what is it? Not Apple Music, sorry. Uh, Uh, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Play, all that stuff. Uh, (laughs) Be sure to, you know, comment, like, subscribe, share. Smash that like button. Wait. subscribe to our channel and share with others i mean that's that's the best compliment we can we can ask for is yeah. and, and we've seen it happening a lot of our friends and a lot of uh, even acquaintances have been yeah. like hey i showed this podcast to my parents or i showed this podcast to my cousin they really like it and uh, i mean it means a lot thanks for all the feedback i Absolutely. want to thank every single one of you who watch i mean it does mean a lot to us and uh Again, we're not doing this to become famous, obviously. We're not doing this for money. What? You're not? <laughs> I mean, I'm you're expecting <laughs> a movie deal out of this. Yeah. Hey, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, hit no. us up. <laughs> Rent's right. due, baby. You, you want to go evict people and get fleas? <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> All right. Let's wrap it up. See you later. You can find us on YouTube, iTunes, Podcast, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Make sure to comment, like, subscribe, and share. Thank you.